This is 680 CJOB. Hey everybody, welcome to The Main Ingredient. Kevin Bergen here. This is Krista Hall with The Main Ingredient. We have someone here in studio, part three, Dr. Kristen Mitness. How are you? I'm well, thanks. No problem. Um, We talked about your book the first time you were here. Yep. The second time we talked about chronic inflammation. Right. Today we are talking about what is a healthy meal. Perfect. Which I need. You know, every, every time you come in here, or every time we talk, you actually give me information that I try to apply to my own life, which is good. That's good. You know, yeah. I, f- I feel like I'm doing everything wrong, which I probably am. <laughs> but at least the food tastes good. Okay, so let's talk about what the main components of a healthy meal are, first of all. Like, what what is a healthy meal? Well, first and foremost, it has to taste good, mm-hmm. right? Like, mm-hmm. like you just said, if it doesn't taste good, you're not going to eat it. Totally. So it doesn't matter if it's healthy or not. It has to taste good. And there's a few components that make something taste good. It has to be the right amount of fat and salt will make something taste better. Mm-hmm. Um, but also real food, once you get away from the highly processed food, real food actually tastes good once you find the combination that works for you. Okay, but how, how much, okay, so you said, you know, salt and fat. How do I know how much is too much? How much, How do I know how much I can have? Well, if you're making it yourself, there's really doesn't have to be any rules like that. You can, like, if you're salting something yourself, you can salt it to taste, to your taste. Mm -hmm. You'll know the difference between too much salt and not enough. And when it comes to fat, if you're putting the fat in it yourself, like you're cooking with butter or quality oils, you'll know if it's too much or not enough because it'll, it'll taste right. And that might take some some working out to do um, but you'll you'll find that balance so a component of a healthy meal is it has to taste good so those are some components of something tasting good right. um, but it also has to keep you full for in my rule book like my own food rules if I don't consider something a meal unless it I actually feel satiated for a minimum of four hours like if you're eating something and you're hungry a few hours later you're missing something. We're not designed to have to eat every couple of hours. Well, why are you looking at me like that? <laughs> oh, that was one of my questions. I know, I know. Where We got a dude, I told you, coming up here. We got questions yeah, yeah. for you. You're on the hot seat okay. in the second segment. I'll tell you that right now. Um, <laughs> so in addition to that, so it has to keep you full or else you're missing components. And there's certain things that make you feel full. Protein, especially animal protein, have really high satiation um, components to it. Like... We've all been there where we've eaten steak to the point that we've been so full you can't eat anything else. That's me every meal. Right? And that's okay. But if you ate that same amount of calories in the form of chocolate cake, it's not going to fill you up the same. And you're actually going to feel quite different. Like you're, the, the fullness you feel will feel different. Like you'll feel full that you need to unbutton your pants and you feel like you're going to vomit. Okay. So you're saying if you, feel, if you eat and you fill yourself with good food. Right. It's good, it's or it's not bad. But if you fill yourself with crappy, sugary, garbage food, mm-hmm. it's a very bad thing. Yeah, and you'll know the difference. Like we know, I ate that thing. Now I feel like garbage. I can't think straight. I have a stomach ache. Some of us will break out in hives or acne. Like that's your body trying to detox those things that aren't working for us. Where if you're eating good food and you're getting full, and it's a different type of fullness. It's a fullness where you're like, yeah, I'm okay now. I can still think clearly. I can go and work and I'll be okay. I don't have this brain fog. So I think the other thing that people forget about the food we eat is not just how we look physically. It, if it's affecting your body physically, it is affecting your brain. 
Like we can't separate the two. So something we were talking about chronic inflammation if, on the last um, one. If your body is inflamed, so is your brain. Like you actually can't separate the two. So when we're eating good food that makes you feel good physically, you probably feel a lot better mentally too. So in addition to that, like our healthy meal will also, food can either cause inflammation or help decrease overall inflammation. Mm -hmm. So when we want a meal that more often than not will decrease our overall inflammation. And when it does that, it also regulates our hormones well. So you just function better, especially we all understand that insulin, like our blood glucose, because... If we feed a kid a bunch of sugar, what do they do? Oh, they're crazy. They're crazy. So why as adults do we think we're different? Like if you feed us a bunch, like we can just control it differently than a child. A child can't necessarily control it. We feed them. Like my favorite example is these when parents feed their kids like cereal and skim milk for breakfast. Mm -hmm. And then they wonder why their kid is like having these mood swings in the middle of the day. I would have mood swings in the middle of the day if I ate cereal and skim milk. Because it really is, if you look at the ingredient, it's just sugar. Right. It's sugar, water, and it's sugar. It's sugar. And cereal's full of sugar. So it's just a bowl full of sugar. Right. So if we can actually get those good quality proteins in there, especially, and I prefer animal proteins because it's more bioavailable for humans. Um, If you want to do plant proteins, that's okay. Just a lot of the plant proteins are really high in carbohydrates uh, and also. So we just want to be mindful of that. But if we have those good quality proteins and then the fat, like we were mentioning before, Mm -hmm. because fat helps you feel full, triggers to your brain, you're you're getting the fullness. Um, And we forget that all the cells in our body are surrounded by a layer of fat. So if we're not eating fat, we can't rebuild those cells. And if you were like me and did the low fat craze where like you tried to cut back your fat so much and your hair starts looking gross and your nails start like (laughs) splitting and your skin is gross, where I I love the example of when people are like, ooh, that Italian who eats all of the olive oil and their skin is just like glowing. Yeah, because they're actually eating good oil, (laughs) but their skin can be glowing. Um, So when we eat a meal, we want to make sure that it provides those things. And then the last thing I love is like just a bunch of vegetables. And if you cook them, they're easier to digest so because it breaks it down a little bit more so it's easier on the gut and when our food is is what makes us healthy from the inside out so um, I prefer cooking most of my vegetables that's not the same for everyone but it's worth trying out because if if your food and we'll find this even people who are eating a lot of meat and vegetables with their meals they'll still feel really gassy and bloated Mm -hmm. sometimes breaking down those raw vegetables that can be tough so when we cook it it breaks it down for us and it actually when we add the fat to it it makes a lot of the nutrients more bioavailable like we need fat to absorb vitamins a d e and k and we all know how important vitamin D is. That's like very well known. Totally. But so are the other ones. So you make it sound so simple. You know what I mean? Every time you, I feel like you're reminding me, and I'm like, oh, how could I have forgotten that? It sounds so easy. You know what I mean? But I guess it, it is if you're if you're really. It is simple. It's not easy because right. fast food and right carbohydrate there. and they're quick. Right they're easy. There's chips. There's but Big Macs. There's everything. Absolutely. And we know those things are going to give that us that immediate trigger to like, whoa, that feels really good. Yeah, but it's gross after. So gross. Exactly. So when we change the mindset to what's worth it right now, and I think we off, we're in this society where we want, we want right now. We want it right now. We want to feel good right now. But we definitely, we need to find those things that will make us feel good in the future. And that Sometimes those are the hard decisions. Yeah, I'm bad with the hard decisions. Okay, we're going to take a little break. And when we return, we're going to talk about how to put together a healthy meal. Cool? Cool.
Hey everybody, welcome back to The Main Ingredients. In the first segment, we were talking to Dr. Kristen Mitness and we were talking about what is a healthy meal. Um, we talked about a lot of different things, right? Krista's here. How are you, Krista? I'm doing well, Kevin. How are you? I'm excellent. Now we're going to break down what is a healthy meal. Are there rules that you should go by? Like I know that, right. you know, hey, you have a plate. Yep, sure. I we'll, love we'll, I love looking at the plate. So, So number one, finding a protein that you like. And this can be anything. Ground meat, I find, is super easy. Mm-hmm. Um, like ground, ground beef, turkey. Yeah, anything. Anything. Anything ground, it cooks fairly easily. And you just mix it up. Yeah, and it mixes really easily. Yeah. So any kind of ground meat. And I find it's easiest to cook. Like, mm-hmm. I'm certainly not an expert in cooking meat. Um, but I find ground meat super easy. It's hard to screw up. But any kind of meat. <laughs> That's my thing. <laughs> <laughs> but any kind of ideally animal protein. If you don't love, like, the ground meats, if you want to do eggs or fish, that's fine. If beans are your jam go ahead, but we need to get some some protein on there. So some good quality protein. Um, then I ideally, as many vegetables as you can stuff in your face. Like as okay, many. Okay, there's no such thing as too many, too many vegetables. No, there aren't. And there are people be like, well, what about potatoes? I don't care. Like eat your potatoes. Okay, if, you know some people go, oh, God, you know, potatoes full of carbs and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. You're saying just It's eat still them. a real whole food and it's a vegetable at the end of okay. the day. Right. It's very, very different eating that versus eating like... Like we talked about before, cereal. Like it's going to have a different response. Your body's going to respond to it differently. As long as it's a real whole food, I am okay with it. So find those vegetables that you like. Like, for example, my favorites, I love onions. I pretty much do everything. Onions, potatoes, any form of potato. Um, Brussels sprouts, garlic. Like Brussels I know, sprouts. I know some yeah. people hate it, but once oh, you... It's the only thing I hate. That's the one, one thing food. that I dislike. And you won't even eat it if it's cooked with like bacon? No, no, I'll eat anything. Like, yeah. I'm not saying, oh, guys, yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm going to yeah, stuff yeah. everything in my face. Right. But let's say I'm at someone's house and they have Brussels sprouts. I'm yeah. not, I'm never the kind of person to go, oh, well, I'm not eating that because I don't like it. Man, I'll eat it. Of course. Right. I'll eat it fast, yeah. quickly, and then I'll yeah. get onto other things. Move on. Right. Mm-hmm. I am like I'm 12, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's okay. But often we find a lot of these vegetables taste better once they're cooked. Like, you saute up some onions, they get really sweet. And right? again, it cooks and the garlic. power out of them. So you're not breathing onions yes, on everybody later. Exactly. Right? Exactly. So once you cook them all up, and especially if you cook them in, in your butter, your coconut oil, whatever kind of fat you want, your bacon fat, your like the, the fat from the meat that you just cooked. See those rules? I like those rules. I yeah. know. But it tastes good. Yeah. And from a traditional perspective, like, 50 years ago, that's how our grandmothers cooked. Mm-hmm. And the chronic disease that we have now did not exist when we were eating like that. It's crazy. It's different. It, and But these are the traditional cooking methods. Mm-hmm. So get as many vegetables as you can, cook it all up, put it all in one, top it with whatever kind of sauce you want. I, I love Frank's red hot sauce. I love Frank's. Locally, the smack dab mustards are really good. Yeah, good. Yes, like find some, add those add the flavors and the right. herbs and things like that. Sprinkle it with, if you've ever been to Frescolio, they're like flavored yeah, they oils. Oh, they got such yes, good stuff. Yes, like put, put, Good food should taste good, <laughs> so let's make sure it tastes good. It just requires a little bit of prep, but the worst part is chopping up vegetables, and then if you have grown meat, you don't have to do anything to it, right? You just put it all in the same pan. Yeah, that's so great. this is one pan to clean up. Yep. You can make it as big or as small as you want. It saves for the next day if you don't eat it all. It really... It's good meal prep, right? Exactly. You don't even have to chop your vegetables anymore if you don't want to. You can buy them from the grocery store. They're already chopped, chopped up. Yeah. Like we, you can grab frozen vegetables for all I care of different things. Like we make this a lot more complicated than we have to. Mm-hmm. But any combination of animal protein, veggies, the more often you eat that and the bigger the meal, like eat as much that you feel full, that pushes out a lot of the things that you would eat instead, right? So the more we fill ourselves up on the good stuff, the less space there is for the bad stuff. Okay. Sure. We got questions for you. Okay, go ahead. That last thing you said leads me into the number one question that we were talking about first. Question number one, which is, 
Do you need three square meals a day? A day? That's the person. Should you try for three square meals a day? I would prefer three square meals over snacking all day long. Really? What if you're snacking on good stuff? What if I'm snacking on the kind of the, the smaller versions of the meals that I'm eating? Sure. So our bodies, if you if you have excess fat that you want to burn, if you're constantly eating, your body will only take the nutrients you've recently put into it and use those as energy to burn. And the other stuff is going to be sitting there. It's just going to stay there. Mm. Where if we fast for, I like I said, ideally a minimum Uh-oh. of four hours between Re- our meals, yeah. your body has to go into our fat stores to utilize it. I personally eat two big meals a day. So Personally. breakfast and dinner. I eat a meal around like 11 and then another meal around, yeah, like six-ish. And then nothing in between that? No. Nothing? mm Oh, my God. And that, but that's because my... my it's insane! Is, but my blood sugar levels are okay. Like, we shouldn't... Being hangry is a sign of hormonal Ooh, dysfunction. I'm, I'm dysfunctional. It is. That's a sign of... <laughs> Don't you point at me. Someone this guy a chocolate <laughs> That's a sign that, that your blood sugar is all over the place. And that's the first sign of some kind of dysfunction, right? And if our blood sugar is all over Are the place. Are you calling me names? <laughs> Why? I feel you could be better, right? Um, so, the, so, A, you could do a couple things. You could either the meals you eat could be a little bit bigger or you could put more more protein in that meal. That's usually a good way to mitigate that. Okay. Fasting. We're ta- we were talking about fasting. Yeah. Is intermittent fasting good for you? I mean, yes, it's good for you. Hang on, hang on. I want her to. I want okay. you to chime in now. Now I want to dog you out if you're wrong. Well, I, well, I, I tell one, her about your eating I eat habits. One meal a day. Sure. And so, and I fast. I eat yeah, yeah. once every 24 hours, and I feel great. Like I feel like better than I've ever felt. Well, I'm certainly better in the last few years. Yeah. Uh, Weigh in on that. I'm not hungry. I I'm think, not. I think that's totally reasonable. No, I, tell her no. I want you to. I want you to slam her like no, you slam me. I think that's totally reasonable. Is that? Is that? Is it? I. I. I think that would be hard for a lot of people. But I actually, my patients who are having like blood sugar or hormonal issues or trying to lose weight, I I encourage that if they can. Yeah. Yeah. And I actually find now I'm not at all hungry Mm -hmm. throughout the day. I get home. I eat an early dinner. I get home and eat. You're eyeballing those chicken wings I had yesterday (laughs) when I was drinking the beer. No, I think I was not. You were eyeballing them. (laughs) No, and I have my very... Of complete meal in yeah. that one meal. Like yeah. I make sure it's full of vegetables and lots of protein and yeah. I am full. Mm-hmm. I don't overstuff myself, mm-hmm. but I feel great. And the biggest thing I think I've noticed is the brain fog. Yeah. Or the lack of brain fog. the rest fog. of that time. Yeah. I know a lot of people who have learned to, to not eat breakfast because it gives them such brain fog. Yeah. So even, it doesn't matter how they feel. They, they emotionally feel so much better. But that's a sign. So they eat nothing. They wake up. They what? Drink some water and eat nothing. Yeah. yeah. Till when? Lunchtime. Yeah. I could never do that. But that's also a sign that you have a blood sugar issue. Then. So what should I do to fix it? Eat better. <laughs> <laughs> Man, you're so mean. We're gonna Maybe go on to the next cut question. Cut out the peanut butter. <laughs> oh wait, wait, we're getting to peanut butter next. Um, smoothies. Are they a good meal replacement? Not usually. No. You know. Okay. We're gonna take a little break. <laughs> We got more questions. We're going to come back and ask you. You're going to elaborate on that, okay? Okay, perfect. Welcome back to the main ingredient. We are talking about healthy meals. Krista, Kristen, you guys are slagging me about my unhealthy meal choices. I guess it's pretty easy from what I eat. But 
we were talking about um, smoothies. Right. That's where we left off. Are they a good meal replacement? I don't like smoothies unless we're trying to put on weight. Because when you drink your calories, your brain doesn't register it the same way as if you eat your calories. What do you mean? Like, so think of everything that you would put in a smoothie. I put strawberries. Okay. I put coconut water. Okay. Um, I put bananas. Mm-hmm. I put blueberries. Mm-hmm. I put protein powder. Mm-hmm. I blend it. Okay. So if all that stuff was in just one big bowl and you had to eat it with a fork, could you eat all of that? I couldn't and I probably wouldn't eat it as fast. Like I down it. So For I'm driving sure. in my car, heading to work, and I'm drinking that. By the time I get to work, it's done. So that's a great way to get extra calories. But it's only part of it. You know what I mean? Like I always make – there's no way I can finish it all. It's in a big thing. So okay. it probably makes three smoothies and I drink one. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So that's maybe fair. But often when what we put into a smoothie, all the stuff, we could never eat that in its whole form. Okay. Because once you break it down, your body doesn't have to break it down anymore. And it doesn't trigger the same things in your brain to tell you that you've gotten enough food. So you. So even though I may, I may have consumed the same amount of technically food, my brain doesn't think I have, so I don't feel full. Right. For sure. And then I'm going to eat some more which would make me gain weight. So you're saying if I yeah. was trying to gain weight, sure. Yeah. Because- so, yeah. So people who are really trying to put on weight, I'm okay with the smoothies because it's an easy way to get extra calories in. But for most of us, that's not the case. So I would rather have us eat real whole food than drink a smoothie. But that being said, if if that's the only way you can get calories in and you know you're not going to be able to have another meal for hours and hours later and you won't, know you won't make it till then, like it's okay as a rare emergency situation. But I definitely wouldn't replace a real meal with smoothies. So have an emergency smoothie, you know, in the back, in like the trunk of your car. <laughs> yeah, that's a like great Like a blender. You're just going to suddenly, I got to stop the car and pull over the side of the road. As you're blending, people are like, what are you doing? I'm making my emergency smoothie. <laughs> yes, it's emergency food. <laughs> I'm totally kidding. Uh, um, what kind of fat is good fat? Um, I like fat that is in its real whole form more often than not, or comes from something that you would eat in its real whole form. Such as? So olive oil. I like olive oil because you'd eat olives, right? Gotcha. Um, I like avocado oil because you would eat the avocado. Okay. Okay. What is bad? Like the industrial seed oils. So things like safflower oil or cottonseed oil. Those aren't things that you would normally eat. And that's what um, like vegetable oils are typically made out of. The problem is they're really cheap, like they've just been because of the way we farm them. So they're the oils that lots of like restaurants will use just because they're a bit cheaper. But when it's under our control, I prefer like fats that come from animals. Um, so that's like the lard and tallow, butter, if you tolerate butter. I like um, butter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It makes stuff taste really good, right? Right. We spoke before about this, but um, margarine, a lot of people use margarine. And your opinion on margarine is? No, it's a fake food. It's actually not. What is it made out of? Uh, usually one of those um, industrial oils? seed oils. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Wow, crazy. Yeah. Um, oh, I'm afraid to ask this one. I'm afraid to ask. You ask it. Oh. Peanut butter. Oh, peanut butter. Yeah, he was talking about He was all excited is, about is, his peanut butter. Is peanut butter bad? He said, but what kind of peanut butter are you eating? Yeah, but. if it's real, if it's peanut butter and all it is is peanuts and salt, I'm okay with it. But if we're talking, okay, so stuff that's usually off the shelf is usually filled with sugar. It can be. So just double check. But they make good peanut butter now. Do they? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I don't feel so bad. Oh, yeah. Oh, you like that, Hoss? Yeah. yeah. Don't stress about peanut butter. <laughs> and actually, it's interesting because peanuts out of all the nuts have like a fairly high protein content. 
Do they really? Yeah. Yeah. So I, I'm okay. It's if peanut butter is the worst thing you're eating, <laughs> then it's good. You're doing totally fine. Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, I thought it was full of a lot of sugar. I thought like the, you know, some of them are like the, the like branded ones. Are, yes. Right. 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 So <laughs> you're stay away from the branded ones. If I stay away from the branded ones and look for ones that are lower in sugar, I no, can eat it. It won't have any sugar. Nothing. It'll just be peanuts and salt. It, or maybe not salt if it's an unsalted one. It, the ingredients will literally just be peanuts. Okay. Look for that one. I'll, I'll look for that one. Yeah. This may, I don't know if you know this. You want to say something? I wanted to. Well, I was going to say, so we're eating all these healthy. What What does a healthy meal do to your body? How does it affect your body? Oh, it decreases your overall inflammation. So once we do that, your risk of chronic disease, like plummets, right? You're not going to, chances of you getting type 2 diabetes is really low. Chances of um, dementia and Alzheimer's can go down. A lot of cancers, your risk of cancer will go down. Heart disease, like those are all tightly linked, right? And a lot of it has to do with our daily lifestyle choices, especially our nutrition. So our risk of those diseases can go down. But like you said before, you feel better. Like your skin looks better. People who eat healthy food look healthy. Right. It's re- if you're eating healthy things day in and day out, you'll you'll think clearer, you'll look better, your mood will be better. It's it's really cool because we all have these genes that that predispose us to certain illnesses. Like I I carry two of the the top genes for Alzheimer's, for example. Um, but just because I carry those genes doesn't necessarily mean I'm going to get it. So it's things like my diet that I'm going to really hone in on to help prevent the triggering of those diseases because we ha- we have the ability to turn those those switches on and off um, and we can't control everything we like but nutrition and the food that you eat day in and day out is one thing you can control multiple times a day for the rest of your life so if I can control it I'm going to information again sounds so simple but like I said it, it is hard but it does make a lot of sense yeah. how, how, do, how do people know what things, like you said, that you have two of the characteristics for Alzheimer's. How do people know what they can, like how can they find out what they're predisposed to for things like that? You can look at your familial history. Mm-hmm. So see if mom and dad or grandma and grandpa had different things. Mm-hmm. Um, you can assume that you have inherited some of those genes. Um, but I, I did genetic testing. I did my, my genetic testing to see just because I was interested. So Crazy. Uh, last question. Sure. don't know if you're going to know this one. Is light beer really light? It's yeah, it's like watered down beer. So if you're gonna drink beer, it doesn't make a difference. Remember, be always there always be commercials for light beer. You're like whatever beer is beer, We're does it actually really make a difference? Here. Yeah. Right. I, know. I know, I <laughs> know. So light light beer is essentially watered down beer. I, if I have you checked the alcohol content, is it the same? No, it's usually a percentage or two less. Yeah, right. It's gonna be less because it's more water and less alcohol. So if right? you're gonna drink beer. You might as well just drink what you want, enjoy it, and move on. See, I like you. That's yeah, a good yeah. answer. Yeah, that is a good answer. As long as it's not you're not drinking beer like every minute of every day and you're eating healthy, oh, then you sure. can splurge a little bit every once in yeah, a while. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. And this isn't about being perfect by right. any means. Right. Like when it comes to your diet, this is about, about progress over perfection. Like Bake the decision. And if you make a decision like that's not what quote unquote healthy, that's okay. Like do it and really enjoy it and move on. Because if you're making your food decisions and then you're kicking yourself and feeling awful about it, there's no point. Like, right. Obviously, if you, if you feel stressful. that way, you know yeah. that you're eating the wrong thing. And well, and that's more stressful than like just eating the quote unquote wrong thing and enjoying it and moving on right. than like eating it and beating yourself up about it and feeling like you have to, I don't know, so many people feel like I have to go to the gym and run for, like I have to punish myself for doing that. See, I got the opposite problem. I'll eat it and I won't feel any remorse at all. That's okay. That, That's you know? good. 
As you should. <laughs> but as long as I don't eat it every day. Yeah. Right? And you're probably happier that way, right? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I get it. Hey, thanks for coming for part three. There's going to be a part, a part four, five, and six. Are you ready for those? <laughs> I'm ready. That's awesome. Thanks. Thanks, Krista. Thank you. This is 680 CJOB.